Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely blessed day today, as always. And be sure, if you need anything, check out the website at healthmasters.com. Y'all voted, and it won the ultimate multiple chewable on sale right now for 10% off on the front page of the website, the Ultimate Multiple Chewable. Good for children, adults, pretty much anybody in between. I take them sometimes. I know the kids take them all the time. Really, really good, great-tasting multivitamin. Be sure to check it out. Also, too, and as we're seeing a lot of these strange things occur over the last couple weeks, we talked about it in detail yesterday with just the delusional psychosis that's occurring. Now we're coming up on today, you know, basically a, a year since this you know, protests on the Capitol building, and that's all every single news outlet wants to talk about today, and I've seen that. And what's interesting about it, I saw an article from uh, one of the uh, Dinesh Chazul, and he basically is a strong conservative, and he said the entire topic of the incident being an insurrection in world history, however, it doesn't involve any insurrectionist. If it did, why hasn't a single individual been charged with actual insurrection of the United States? Quite obviously, it's because there's no proof anyone attempted to carry out anything like that on that day. And he's exactly right. Majority of the charges range from, you know, uh, vandalism to trespassing on, you know, basically secure grounds, uh, you know, force entry. I mean, which some of the stuff is, you know, can be a minor charge, but. This whole insurrection topic has been a complete and total lie, again, to try to use this as an excuse to lock down, restrict, and control more of the populace and talk about any dissent. I was looking at earlier, and there was an article basically that came out from AP, and it was discussing in detail on how the entire incident basically that occurred was something we can never let happen again, that these this insurrection of the Capitol building was right up there with 9-11, which we've heard that whole rhetoric again before. But you want to talk about beating a dead horse with this incident with over 600 people now that were there that walked into the Capitol building with their phones up recording what was going on are still being detained without bail, no pretrial release. Currently, to this day, right now, a year ago since it happened, yet we've seen almost every single liberal bastion city that's basically gone a just complete and total, you know, haywire with the BLM terrorist riots and the Antifa riots. Majority of all those cities, like Portland, and Chicago, and state cities in California, majority of those people were released the same day without bail. Most of them weren't even charged with anything, or if they do, it was something like failure to comply the lawful command of a police officer, something like, you know, class three misdemeanor, nothing. You know, come back and pay your $100 fine and be done with it. But yet you have individuals that walked up on the Capitol building questioning what was going on, and they've been detained and held without bail for an entire year. And their trials still, most of which have not even seen the light of day, which means a lot of these guys are still going to be in there for the coming year. This is one of the largest most invasive human rights violations and constitutional violations we've ever witnessed in the United States on American citizens for minor, petty offenses, such as I said, like trespassing. Trespassing is basic, guys. I know people that have been arrested for trespassing, and it's one of those things where it's like the judge doesn't even want to deal with it half the time, especially when it's in just an idiotic incident. It's like, dude, okay, pay your fine. 
do uh, you know five hours of community service and whatever, whatever adjudication withheld, drop it off the charge. It, it's nothing in most cases, unless it's a repeat offense and it's a violent offense and you got domestic battery. That's a completely different story. This wasn't that. So again, understand what they're trying to do today with the complete and total manipulation and propaganda. That's why I haven't even really watched any of the mainstream news outlets. I saw a couple of them pop up, and I was like, I'm not even going to put this filth in my brain. I said because it's so heavily just so much rhetoric and i mean again we know for a fact the fbi was directly involved in that we know for a fact there were fbi agents and law enforcement on the ground that opened up gates and waved people in we watched videos of that while people basically walked through the gates that the law enforcement opened and walked into the building why is that never being brought up and why were all those videos pretty much discarded and nobody looked at them or used them with evidence? And as we know, the FBI is absolutely keen on setting up false flag incidents so they can come in and be the heroes of the day. I talked about it in detail about two, three years ago on this show on over 200 known incidents that the FBI have been involved in where they have directly funded and or armed individual groups in order to make them the terrorists so they could turn around and then bust them and say, hey, we caught the big bad terrorists. We made sure we got them. And then you find out they found some homeless guy under a bridge and asked him if he'd detonate a charge of C4 if they gave him $10,000. They hand him a dummy thing of C4. He hits the button on it, and they go, oh, well, guess what? You're charged with domestic terrorism against the United States. You get to go to prison now for the rest of your life. But, hey, we stopped the bad guy. We, we, we stopped him from happening. This is what this group does. They make up giant incidences, and then they turn around and try to justify their own existence by busting them when they are the ones that actually caused them. Point proven, ATF's Fast and Furious running, which, by the way, they've done numerous other gun running that I've talked about in detail in the past, all the way down to other South America, all the way back to the Iran-Contra. This was not an abnormal event with Fast and the Furious. It was just one that Holder got busted with under Obama, and it went completely and totally viral because so many people knew about it. And then you started having U.S. Border Patrol agents shot with the same machine guns that the ATF gave to the Mexican drug cartel so they could allegedly track the guns and find out where they were going, which is a complete and total cover story. The ATF funds the drug cartel, and they fund the Mexican cartel on a regular basis with weapons, with 50 caliber machine guns, and all types of other platforms that they need in order to continue to make sure they keep the drug trade under control. ATF got busted giving the cartel weapons, so they cooked up a story and the bad idea factory and said, hey, we decided we were going to give these guys straw purchases so we could figure out where they went, and uh, we lost the guns. Whoopsie. Sorry. That was our fault. Uh, we'll, we'll try better next time when we do it. It was a total cover story, just like all this stuff was. The FBI was complicit in exactly what happened on January 6th. In my opinion, they knew exactly what they were planning on doing on January 6th and getting people to the Capitol so they could use American patriots as scapegoats by saying, this is an insurrection. We need a full-blown lockdown. Now it's like every time they go to pass a bill now, if you notice this in D.C., I've talked to people that have been to D.C. now. D.C. was already a full-blown police state. Now it's like every time you turn around, there's full-blown military and National Guard walking around with M4s. Every time there's any type of conflict, they put up 10-foot giant fencing 
all around the entire Capitol building on a regular basis. The only reason you don't want your constituents and you don't want the people that you allegedly represent to be able to come near your building is because you're going to pass bills and do things that you know they would absolutely not be happy about when you do them. That is why we built originally as a United States Republic a government by the people for the people. Repeat that again if you can't figure that out. By the people, for the people, not for the global elite so they could do what they wanted and give Big Pharma huge chunks of cash while funding the Department of Defense to keep ongoing wars throughout the entire world. That was not the point of the republic. So again, realize what they're telling people, realize why they're lying to people, and realize it is absolutely crucial that we continue to get the truth out there and promote what is really going on and keep people tightened up on the facts and not just the propaganda emotional rhetoric that they put out on national television. What do you think, Dad? Well, the whole thing with January the 6th has got to be so overblown that it's absolutely mind-boggling, Austin, and that these people have rotted in prison now for literally a year. And, I mean, they had huge billboards up in Tampa and in Orlando. If you know anything about the January 6th insurrection in D.C., here's your 1-800 hotline. We'll give you a reward and people were actually turning other people in from their own bible studies i mean it's, it's the craziest thing i've ever seen and again you know austin and i were planning on going up there holy spirit checked me and i decided not to do it it's the last week before we went i mean we already had the reservations at the hotel i already had the airplanes set up and everything else to fly up there i mean we had everything ready to go to do this and all of a sudden i started realizing that there wasn't something right the other night i was talking to roger stone at dinner I told you some of this stuff last Friday, and he spoke on January the 5th in D.C., and, and, and he also had a check not to go to January the 6th. In fact, what he did is he actually left the hotel on like the, at like noon on January the 6th before anything happened over there at the Capitol building and left to go to the airport to leave. And around 6 p.m. that evening, the FBI and other members of who well, whatever other stormtroopers they had, you know, ran into the hotel to arrest Roger Stone, to basically lock him up and put him in jail again. And he was gone. And they were so mad that this had happened that he was that he had left. That was a giant setup from the get go by the globalists, or you want to call them the cabalists who controlled Trump, to bring the patriot community up into D.C. to get them arrested. This is also one of the main reasons that Donald Trump never, ever pardoned anybody going up to D.C. who was arrested, because this was the goal. It's kind of like, let me give you an example. You know, Lee Merritt came on our show. She's been on our show. She's a great friend. She came up uh, on the show a couple months ago, and she said that in one of the studies that was done on the spike protein, you know, over a decade ago, as far as using it for a, an mRNA shot, is that all of the cats and all the ferrets died. Okay, because when they were exposed to the real world, you know, you know, pathogen after they were making spike proteins, their body thought that they were supposed to make spike proteins. So they couldn't produce antibodies against coronaviruses and all the animals died. OK, so if your goal was to create a pathogen with a spike protein that would kill everybody, the research and the information that was being released was a complete and total success. If it was a bioweapon. Well, they knew this. So now they're telling us they're injecting people with spike proteins, but they don't understand why, you know, up 40 percent of the population now 
you know, if you know, there's been a 40% increase in the population of people dying from the ages of 15 to 55, which is a very young group of people to be dying. This is actuary tables from life insurance. So it was a massive, resounding success. So that's exactly what happened on January the 6th. It was a setup that was a massive success in order to arrest patriots from all over the country that were leading individual groups in their own neighborhoods and on their own podcasts in order to get them to shut up. That's what it was. Like they, they tried to get Roger Stone, like I said, on January 6th arrested. He was already gone. He never participated in any of that stuff. And that's why they tried to bring him back up to testify in Congress. He just took the fifth, took the fifth, took the fifth, took the fifth. This is where we have it. And so what we have to understand is we the people, we have basically allowed ourselves to go into you know these elections knowing that they're fraudulent with diebold election machines, knowing that we have people voting who aren't even citizens in the United States, that we have people voting who don't even have identification, who go from precinct to precinct to precinct and vote again in these democratically controlled hellholes. That's what we have going on right now with the election. Therefore, at that point, we know we're being cheated. We know we're being defrauded, but we're giving the government the right to do this without doing massive protests like we did back in January the 6th because we don't want to get arrested. Okay, so the government basically they're completely compromised because of the CIA, because of MI6 and because of Mossad. And they basically are basically being many of them. We see this with Jeffrey Epstein, over a thousand politicians and judges in D.C. and around the world are being blackmailed because they've got videotape of them having sex with underage girls or basically with prostitutes or having, you know, doing smoking pot or taking drugs or shooting up heroin or whatever they're doing or irregular campaign camp contributions and whatever they've done with their finances. They've got these guys basically blackmailed now through these intelligence agencies to allow basically them to be controlled by anything that this group wants to have done. The CIA and these nefarious groups like, you know, Mossad, they're being controlled by the international banking cartel and the Federal Reserve Banks of New York City, which own the Fed. Just thought I'd mention that. That has a big blowout that happened this week. And, and because of people finally starting to realize that the banks themselves in New York own the Fed, which is what they set up in 1913, and that they're not an independent group of banks, that they're basically for profit organizations. Okay. And so then these bankers then at the highest levels, at the very highest levels, they answer to the international, how should I say, Satan worshippers. You'd call this the priest or priestess class. And this ties right together with the Masonic lodges because at the highest levels, they also worship Lucifer. And then you've got to tie that back together with the CFR, the Council on, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberger Group, the Bohemian Grove Group, and you know the Committee of 300, the Trilateral Commission, all these different groups, again, answer directly to these intelligence agencies, which answer to the Kabbalist, Luciferian wizards and warlocks and witches that run the planet. That's how it works. And so we can pretend like it doesn't work that way. We can. And, see, and quite frankly, this is so bizarre that it's easier to pretend that we just have – a group of people in Washington, D.C. that are Democrats and Republicans and that basically they don't know what they're doing and they're a bunch of idiots. All right. Uh, today, I had a, a friend of mine named Paul. He lives in Florida here and he he basically ran into a Trumpster in Key West. And, and basically, they're all about Trump coming back and basically fixing everything. So he asked about the political prisoners to his friend and why Trump didn't basically pardon them and why Trump is pushing the vax. Now, I'm going to read you the reply. 
and basically it's a pure Kool-Aid reply. It's a Q reply. Now, at this point, this, and I'm not, I'm, I'm going to take the bad language out of it, but at this point, this shows you the absolute insouciant stupidity of the population of this country that's going to vote for Trump come hell or high water, and they're not going to do anything else as far as trying to fix anything because they think Trump's going to do everything. Here's what he said. The problem is, exclamation point, it doesn't matter about, you know, adding in that Trump basically isn't freeing the prisoners and doing this, whatever. He can't do everything. The vax and prisoners is a small thing compared to everything that is wrong with this country. He and us must choose our battles to end this war in this spiraling downhill spin of this country right now. Trump is the only way we can get back. And hopefully the Congress will go Republican in 2022 if the election integrity is there and put in Trump as Speaker of the House. What the heck? How can, how can Trump go into Speaker of the House? Guys, a moron and get rid of those two clowns due to being fully incompetent to run our country. Then Trump can be appointed president. That only then will your concerns be addressed. He got, he got a plan. It's tough right now, but hang in there. Remember, Trump 2024 or before. What in the world are these people drinking that write stuff like this? We, we have a group of people that absolutely are so, how should I say this, ignorant of what's going on. that they really believe that Trump, whose daughter is a Kabbalist, who's, who basically husband is a Kabbalist, and they answer directly to this priestess class and priest class that I talked about just a minute ago to this group of Satanists who run the world and sacrifice children and drink blood and adrenochrome who answer directly to Lucifer, who want all of us connected into a hive mind to allow Lucifer to become omnipresent with a D-wave computer in an interdimensional interface. That's what's really happening. As bizarre as it sounds and as crazy as that sounds, that's where we are. We're being injected with mRNA technology that's basically tagging us and with nanobots and nanotechnology that's changing our DNA, making us something else. And the more they give you, the more vaccines they give you, there aren't vaccines, the more these kill shots they give you, the more clots you're going to have, the more strokes you're going to have, the more heart disease you're going to have, the more everything you're going to have, including more mind control you're going to have. And that's who's running the planet. So we can pretend like Donald Trump is this good guy, though he got the Kabbalah Tree of Life Award, said it, he stands for everything he believes in. <laughs> Watch it online. Look it up yourself in his own words. I played it for on the show. He's not who we thought he was. We've told you that. He's a complete – I personally believe he's a Kabbalist. He's a high-level Mason. I believe he's a Kabbalist. I don't believe for one second that Donald Trump's a Christian. There's no fruit, period, at all. When have you talked about how – when's he talked to you about – how he became a Christian and how he accepts how he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Hmm? Hmm? When does that happen? All for all of you Q followers and Trump followers. Well, he, we didn't hire him because he was a Christian. We hired him because he was a leader and we wanted him to get. Wait a minute. Stop. Stop. The guy's not even bright. He can't he can't even complete sentences. He's, he's put there as a figurehead, as a as a fixture, as a clown to keep us entertained. Look what the media did to him for four years. I mean, CNN's ratings went through the roof because all they did was slam Trump every day, and all of the global sheeple communists kept watching the Communist News Network in order to get their latest dirt on Trump. It's all a show, guys. 
so they don't want you to know what's going on. You know, you look at Bill Clinton and the CIA. Look at what he did in Mena, Arkansas. I posted an article at the Health Masters website. It's called Covert Action Magazine. It's called There's Absolutely No Reason in the World to Believe that Bill Clinton <laughs> is a CIA asset except for all of the evidence. Now, guys, you can read through this, and if you watch that movie – American made with Tom Cruise and what was going on in Mena, Arkansas back in the 80s with the conference and the drugs and all the airports and the airplanes and all the stuff they were doing, you'll understand that that all happened. The CIA got involved after the OSS became the CIA in 1946, 47, 48 in running drugs to fund black operations to basically have a black ops funding source not to have to go through Congress. And that's what the whole Vietnam War was fought over is the doggone drug trade out of Southeast Asia. They were bringing in 50 kilos of heroin in every casket of every GI, and those caskets were sacrosanct. Nobody could open them or look in them because they don't want people to see the drugs, and they don't want to basically have the body messed with. So they kept pouring more and more and more drugs into the United States. The CIA was doing all of that stuff because they had talked to Chiang Kai-shek in the, in the 40s and the 50s, and they wanted to know how he ran a million-man army. He said it was through drugs. That's what they did. Why do you think they were spraying Cambodia and Laos with Agent Orange? Because they were competing against them as far as poppy production. That's why all that happened. And that's what's going on. And then they were using the banks, the Vatican Bank and other banks, and the Exchange Stability Fund to launder the money to go back into the black operations so it wouldn't have any congressional oversight. That's the group that took over the country, and that's why Kennedy wanted to get rid of the CIA. That's why he wanted to get us out of Vietnam because he didn't want to be involved in the drug trade. All of this stuff is happening as we speak. And finally, this week, you know, Wall Street, you know, you know, exposed this article came out, and it said that basically the Fed is owned by the Wall Street banks. And all these websites were crashed, all these websites were taken down, all of this stuff, all these service of denial of the service, all of this stuff happened when this, when this would happen. Because the news blackout of the Fed's bailout with the $4 trillion last year, then all nonsense broke out when they learned that the Wall Street's bank literally owned the New York Fed. I'm going to post this article. You guys can read it. And this is what I've been telling you guys, because the Exchange Stability Fund literally allowed the Fed, the New York banks, to take over the Treasury back in 1933, 34, 35. All of this stuff's been going on for almost 100 years. It started with the Federal Reserve Act. It's always these international bankers that are doing everything through the groups that I just talked to you about a second ago. And guys, listen to me. We can pretend like Trump's the messiah, but he's not. He's a deeply flawed individual, deeply, deeply, deeply flawed. Um, he basically has no leadership skills whatsoever. He was put on The Apprentice on purpose for all those seasons to brainwash the American population that he was this great business guy. Don't you realize he was reading a script and they were telling him what to say on The Apprentice? <laughs> he's an actor. Bad one at that. And we need to understand that. I mean, he was given, oh, gosh, tens of millions of dollars and thousands and thousands and thousands of apartments by his dad when he died to basically fund all of this. And, guys, if we can continue to pretend like it's not happening, we can't. We can keep saying, well, no, that's not real. Okay, all right. <laughs> you, could, you could go ahead and say that. But we need to understand that, you know, they're after the Christians because these Kabbalists hate Christians. Because they hate Jesus. That's why Jesus' name is not allowed to be spoken in a Masonic Lodge. 
You know, the Daily Mail just put out an article that says white people in New York are told not to attempt to get monocolloidal antibody treatment for doctors because Governor Hochul has prioritized it for non-whites. Now, I'm not even promoting monocolloidal antibody treatments. I don't know what's in it. It's another one of these emergency use authorization things. But the point is, if you're white, you can't get it. There you go. This is the group that's taken over the planet. This is the group that's bringing in Hispanics by the millions and millions and millions. And I love Hispanics. Let them come in legally and giving them all this free money, which we talked about yesterday in depth with Cloward and Piven. And this is the group. It's always the same people, the same guys who started the Civil War, the same guys who tried to kill all those presidents and killed a bunch of presidents back in the 1800s, the same guys that brought us the you know, the World War One, and brought us the Federal Reserve Act and brought, got us into World War One, and got us into World War Two, got us into the Korean War, got us into the Vietnam War, got us into Afghanistan. It's the same people all the time. It's the same group that runs the planet. It's the Kabbalist Luciferians, and we can pretend like it's not, but we're just deceiving ourselves. I had a pastor yesterday get all mad at me because I had sent him that link that I'd sent that I'd posted yesterday about how so many of these pastors basically were running around. You know, promoting the name and claim it, blab it, glab, grab it doctrine. And, and I said to him, I said, look, I said, here's the deal. Nobody cares if a pastor drives a nice car, has a nice house. It has nothing to do with that. But if all you're promoting is stuff and getting stuff and never talking about repentance or the love of God or getting right with Jesus or having an upright walk, I said, that's the problem everybody has with the name and claim it, blab it, grab it guys. You know, and don't get me wrong. Joe Osteen is a great motivational speaker, but he never teaches about repentance. He never teaches about what's right and wrong and what the Bible says. He doesn't do that. And I know Joe Osteen. It's just we need to understand that that's the problem that most of us have with these preachers. It's not the fact that they've got a nice car, a nice house. We don't, I don't care about that. It's that they have done so by compromising their message. That's, that's the problem that I have with all of that. But I just want to cover that stuff with you about with Wall Street today, about all the stuff that's going on, and give you an insight on what how how the imagined the unimagined depth of the stupidity of the Trump supporters and Cuca supporters are, and how they, they how would they how would they possibly have Trump elected the Speaker of the House? Um, um, this is unbelievable to me. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? <laughs> I, I uh, it's very sad for me to hear that. Sadly enough, though, I can't say I'm very shocked. I've heard some of the most <clears throat> bizarre things all the way since the election and the incident that happened at the uh, the Capitol building from some of the most far-fetched, cockamamie stories that came right out of Never Neverland uh, from some of the Q supporters. And I get it. I get it. I know people want to have some type of semblance of hope they want to look to. The problem is they're looking in the wrong direction. They need to be looking at Christ, and they need to be looking at building themselves and their communities and their families and their friends and building everybody up around them and doing things on the local level the best they possibly can. I've said that sincerely from my place where I live and everybody around you. Going and trying to pretend that you're going to elect some guy that's a, basically a TV personality and he's going to come in and fix the day. I mean, guys, I mean, let's, let's just be real about it. And, I mean, as we're seeing more and more and more – continue to collapse in the United States, it's very clear that this entire thing is nothing but scripted theater. That's what it's continually designed to do. I've talked about it in detail with the mind control from the television. It's designed to keep you focused on all the stuff 
you're supposed to think about and nothing that you're not supposed to talk about. I mean, why isn't anybody brought up in the mainstream media about the repeated individuals in the CNN mainstream television that are being convicted of pedophilia and child molestation and underage girls and all the other weird stuff that's been coming up over and over and over and over again with repeated individuals in CNN that have been involved in this? Nobody wants to talk about that. Well, because the CNN is the propaganda piece for the CIA. They've talked about it in detail all the way back from Anderson Cooper. He was recruited by the CIA. These groups know exactly what they're doing. And as we're seeing now, now, now I saw some article the other day. They're talking about Florona is now out now. It's with People are coming down with the flu and the COVID at the same time. Imagine that. The new the new tests they come out with that are owned and controlled by a company that Bill Gates invested in are now showing up that people are testing for the flu and for COVID. Give me a break. I saw another one the other day. They're talking about some new mutated COVID that is coming out now. Guys, the whole point, if this is even remotely true, is anybody else questioning why the fact that it took two years for this virus to ever really start mutating significantly? Why the fact that it hasn't started mutating until we started injecting people every single month it seems like they're turning around? Anybody else wonder why this didn't start happening until everybody started getting their third booster injection death shot? I saw an article the other day, old liberal leftist Whoopi Goldberg, triple vax, proud of it, comes down with COVID. Now she goes, I don't know why I got this. I've done everything I was supposed to do. It must be because people aren't being vaccinated enough. Are you kidding me right now? Are people actually buying this nonsense? And the answer is yes. There are some clowns that literally sit in front of the mirror every day. And they put on their big puffy clown wig, and they put on their white makeup, and they put on their big red nose, and they get ready for the day, and they put on their two-foot-long shoes, and they walk outside, and they go, I'm going to be a clown today. I'm going to wear three masks. I'm going to go get my fifth booster or my sixth booster, whichever one I can keep adding to my body, and anybody in the vicinity that does not follow exactly what I tell them to do, I'm going to start screaming and yelling my big clown horn at them and make myself look a complete and total fool because that's what I do. That's literally what I see with a lot of these people. They're, they're clowns. And the fact that so many people are actually still taking this seriously uh, boggles my mind to no extent. As you're seeing more and more and more rights being eroded almost on a weekly basis now. Now, I mean, look at over in Australia. I just saw this came out yesterday. They're now saying that uninjected Australians in the Northern Territory have now been put under a new lockdown again and which they will not even be allowed to go outside to exercise or travel for work. Yes, seriously, they are on full-blown military house arrest. One of the new unbelievably totalitarian measures announced by the Chief Minister Michael Gunner in response to 200 cases of positive cases have been tested now in the last week. Oh, man. Not, not deaths. Not hospitalizations, but simply on a flawed PCR test that doesn't work. He said the fully vaccinated can continue as they were now. But for people who are not vaccinated, full lockdown rules will apply to everyone. Unvaccinated will be banned from traveling further than 30 kilometers from their home unless they're traveling to the hospital. Gunner said the unjabbed Aussies in the region are essentially not allowed to participate in any faction of life now for the most part you go on to say that they're forbidden from even taking an outdoor an hour of outdoor exercise and will not be allowed to travel to 
their job. Unlike previous lockdowns, unvaccinated will not be able to leave their home for any circumstances, even for exercise, unless it is for emergency to go to the hospital. Unvaxed only have three reasons to leave their home, essentially medical treatment or caregiving and essential food shopping. No work, no exercise, nothing. Guys, is this really where we're going with this? Australia has pretty much been the forefront of showing us where the overall goal is for the New World Order. I mean, this is beyond nuts to me that we're actually witnessing this. And the worst part about this is the worst part isn't to me that the government is doing this in Australia or the government is doing here this in the United States or the bankers are attempting to do this here in the United States. I'm not surprised about that. I know what scorpions do. They sting you. If I walk up to a water moccasin, all hissing, mad, big female water moccasin, they're the big ones, big, big, aggressive ones, and it's sitting there perched up in the water, and it's looking at me, and I'm looking at it, and I know it's about to start lunging at me. I know it's a snake. I know it's going to try to bite me, and it's going to try to inject venom into me, and it's going to try to kill me. I know it's what it's going to do. I know what the bankers are trying to do. I know what the elitists and the government factors are going to do. I know what the CIA and the FBI are going to do. I know what they're going to do, and we call them out. What troubles me more than anything other than what these guys are doing, and we know they're going to do it, are the American citizens that are complicit in going along with tyrannical demands for no reason other than they do not want to have any type of conflict left in their lives. I get it. Conflict's not fun. I get it. It's not enjoyable getting in a fight every day. I know this for a fact. I personally have dealt with it repeatedly. But what I cannot stand are people that are absolutely willing to stand back and call themselves Christians or call themselves patriots or call themselves Americans, and they are so terrified to get in a minor conflict. Newsflash, my friends. Christianity's conflict did you ever see or read or hear anything about Jesus backing down from a conflict because he wasn't popular or people didn't like what he said or people didn't like the truth he was speaking? Hmm? Name me one incident he backed down from a conflict or an argument. Not one. He made people madder than a hornet's nest talking about all kinds of things that they didn't want to hear because of who they were involved in the synagogue of Satan. And yet he continued to persevere. What about the apostles afterwards? Was it popular? Was it conflicting? Were people getting mad about what they were talking about? Every single day they were dealing with conflicts. But yet, Americans now have become so soft, so limp-wristed, they don't even want to have a conflict about somebody telling them to put on a paper diaper over their face to walk into a building. They simply do it because they're told to do it, even though they know it's a lie. That is what is troubling me right now more than anything that these bankers and these CIA and these deep state clowns and Mossad groups are doing because I already know what they're going to do. We already know what they're going to try. You can see what they're going to do. But the people that are calling themselves Americans and patriots and Christians that are going along with this, that is what is most disturbing to me out of anything. And so I continue to encourage people. This is going to be continual conflict repeatedly. You have to hold your conviction on what you believe with this. This whole nonsense that they're lying to us. Now, Dad told you the numbers yesterday. They're talking about there's four times as many cases now in the first week of January 2020 as there were in 2021. 
but yet the death rate hasn't changed. And I honestly would like to see a lot of the death rate calculations on that and how many people this year have been dying from remdesivir was stacked with that toxic antibiotic in the hospital. Because remember, you test positive for COVID now, even if you don't have any significant symptoms and you go to the hospital because you're just paranoid, standard cares puts you on remdesivir immediately. Within three to five days, every single person that I have talked to, encountered, personally dealt with, and read about, within three to five days, they start having significant organ failure on remdesivir. may not kill them that quick, but they start having organ failure. Liver and kidney values go to the absolute ceiling, absolute ceiling. Why? Because that was designed to be the plan to do this, to keep it going. Why is it that almost everybody that's fully vaccinated with their third jab, say fully, fully injected with their third death shot, keeps coming down and being sick? And almost everybody I know that's not injected, when they get sick or come down with something, they've been hammering their subs and they hammer their C and bump their D3 up and bump their quercetin and zinc up. And, you know, within about a week, they're out of it. You know, I got Steve, I was in the, the office uh, by his office the other day. And a customer, I don't know if it's a customer or a listener, I was kind of just listening to the conversation. And they called up and they said, you know, I basically tested positive for COVID. And he goes, all right, well, you know, do you have any supplements? They said, well, I don't have any supplements yet. I, I probably need to get some. He goes, okay, well, if, you, if you've got some, you know, take whatever you have right now if you need to order some. He goes, well, how long has it been since you tested? I said, well, it was like, it was like five days ago I tested. Then I, I, I tested again today and I'm positive again, still positive. He goes, well, you know, what's the symptoms? What's going on with you? Well, I don't I don't have any symptoms. You don't have any symptoms. You're, you're fine. Yeah, 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 but I, I tested positive. I, I don't know what to do right now. Have you ever have thought that maybe it's a false test or you simply have natural immunity and you may have a small fragment of a virus in your system and your body's been able to fight it off? Oh, no. They told me I tested positive. I got I got, I got a quarantine. I don't know what to do. Well, if you're not sick and you're still testing positive, there's highly likely that you're already immune to it or it's simply a false test. Oh, oh, so what should I do? Well, if you're concerned about it, bump up your C and your D if you have some on deck. If you don't have it, try to get some from a reputable source. You know, we try to source out the highest quality supplements, you know. And what it's funny to me, though, is when we get, when we get phone calls like that. And people still don't support health masters, yet they want to call us up and get encouragement and get advice. And that's okay sometimes. We, we still do that because I love everybody and I really want to help everybody out. But I do have to say, sincerely, if you want to work with health masters and you want us to help you, we will do the absolute best we can to give you the highest quality supplements and advice. All I do is appreciate you at least support our show and forward our show out there and get it out there. If you don't want to buy product from us because you simply don't want to support us that way, at least forward our show and get the truth out there. But I do appreciate all of our listeners and all of our customers that buy even their toothpaste or multiple from us because it makes a difference because we are fighting this as hard as we can. I get emails, so does dad. I get texts, so does dad, all day, every day from people all around the country trying to plant positive seeds out there, trying to get positive information out there, trying to encourage people to stand up the best they can for this because this is not going to stop as long as people keep complying and that is a fact now as we have seen over the last two years we have to keep up the fight because no matter what no matter what and i've learned this back when i was in karate back when i was in jujitsu no matter what as long as you push as hard as you can even if you lose in a fight at the end of the day you can take a step back and you can say you know what i gave it 
every ounce that I had. I That's pushed right. as hard as I physically could in that fight, and I did the best I could, and I know I'm standing strong with my, held, my head held high. That's what you have to remember on this, and never, ever give up your convictions on what you believe. What do you think, Dan? Uh, my mom used to always tell me, Austin, you know, if you give up, you lose. And, and, you know, and that's just something that, you know, we have to ingrain into our hearts, into our minds, which has been taken away from the American population because we've been taught to comply. If somebody, somebody walks up to you and tells you, I've got 25 different pronouns you have to use for me, we just say, OK, we'll do that. Let me write them down so I can remember. And if you don't do it in a college class or college university system, they'll take the professor and either bring them in and get rid of them or basically chastise them or the other kids will chastise you because we want to be compliant with everything that everybody asks us to do because we don't want to have conflict. And that's what we've been programmed to do. And that's the problem we have with the pastors in the pulpit. They found that if they go in, they say God wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have a lot of money. He wants you to drive a Rolls Royce Phantom or a Rolls Royce Ghost or to have a brand new plane. And they have these planes and mansions. And one guy that I knew had 25 mansions, pastor that I knew. And they want you to, and God wants you to have all that. That's a real positive message of hope for you. And they get more and more and more listeners because people are being compliant and they're listening and they have happy, happy news. And everybody's used the right pronouns. That's how they that's how the pastors have built these giant mega churches. They don't do it on hellfire, brimstone and repentance and getting people saved. They don't build huge churches with that. They let them have their itching ears, whatever their itching ears want to hear. That's what the Bible says. In the latter times, some will follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. These teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron. And this is what we're talking about here. The people in the United States have been programmed to believe the lie. And guys, here's the thing. Truth doesn't mind being questioned. A lie does not like being challenged. If you talk to somebody who's a liar and you start questioning them about their lies, they get really mad. They may even write you a horrible, nasty letter. I've had that happen to me before. But if you talk to somebody about the truth and you want to discuss something with them, they'll talk to you about what happened. They'll tell you the truth, and the story's always the same. The liar always has got a different story, always a different change, always somebody else's fault. And, and that's what we have with Fauci and all the rest of these liars. I mean, Kennedy wrote this book that basically slammed Fauci. I mean, documented out the kazoo. I recommend that all of you read it. I have not read it personally, but I recommend all of you read it. But I've read synopsis on it and overalls on it. But I knew most of the information anyhow. But, you know, has that made a difference? Has one person in Congress got up and talked about this except for Rand Paul? Anybody else? No, not that I've seen. Because they don't want people to go out and buy the book, which is an international bestseller now. Because they don't want people to realize that Fauci is a liar. You can't question him about the lie. He ridicules you or condemns you or changes the subject. It doesn't answer the lie, which is his own political strategy. It's what they do. But remember, Robert F. Kennedy was basically brought into Trump's office before Donald Trump took office and was told by the president they were going to set up a commission to go after vaccines. And what was going on with vaccines and all the autism with the vaccines. And, and Kennedy said that after he got into office, he got a huge, how should I say, <laughs> after he got, he was given a huge thing by one of the major drug manufacturers, a huge, over a million dollar campaign contribution. And suddenly, you know, Kennedy was gone. You know, remember, look at this. Back when I had my clinic, I used to work with patients and people all the time that had children that had ADD. This is back in the 80s. It's much worse than it was 
it's much worse now than it was then. Ivan wrote a book called Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities about 20 years ago. And I traced the smoking gun back to the vaccinations and the thimerosal and the aluminum and the, all the peanuts and all the other stuff and all the allergies that are being caused. And, and you start to realize, you know, all of these epidemics, not just the neurodevelopmental diseases like the ADD and the ADHD, the speech like the Tourette's and the narcolepsy and the ADS, I mean, I mean, sorry, ASD and the autism, the allergic diseases, food allergies, peanut allergies, asthma, all this autoimmune stuff. They're all listed on the vaccine inserts as a side effect. I mean, is that unbelievable? But nobody wants to talk about it. There are over 400 injuries that basically they're not, they're not allowed to list unless there's significant evidence that is actually being caused by the vaccine. And there's over 400 things being listed on these vaccines as critical side effects to these children. I mean, this is absolutely amazing to me what's happened. We have like one in 32 people now that are basically have developed autism. And, and we need to realize something. You know, Fauci has been in this agency for like 40, 50 years. He's a complete and total pharmaceutical shill is what he is. You know, he's supposed to prevent autoimmune and allergic diseases under his watch, but chronic disease has gone up from affecting 12% of the population to 54% of the population under Fauci. We take more pharmaceutical drugs than anybody else in the world, and Fauci has made this country's pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceutical nation. It's called pharmakia. Because he's being directed by the same high priests and priestesses that are running the planet who want everybody on drugs. That's why we have so many people with allergies and they're putting aluminum adjuncts in the vaccines and having all these allergic responses. And we need to realize that, it, you know, back in back in back in uh, about 1980, it's about one in thirteen hundred people. And now it's like, you know, one in 12 now to have all these different types of allergies. And now autism went one in ten thousand to about one in thirty four kids. Doctors used to come from far and wide if they saw a child with autism just to observe them because there were so few of them. This is back when I was in college. You know, you don't realize that these guys are basically killing the population of the planet through pharmacia, which is what they always have done. And they always will do it as long as we allow them to do it. When you understand that the Fed is owned by the New York banks and the New York banks is owned by the, you know, pretty much the folks of Israel, you know, just is what it is. And you start to understand this. You start to understand where we are and what's happened. There's a really good article here, and it says Biden, Biden praises the Jews, and then he goes too far accidentally and thrills anti-Semites. Now, I'm going to quote you some of the things that, that, that Biden has said. The Jewish people have contributed greatly to America. No group has had such an outsized influence per capita as all of you standing before you and all of those who went before me and all of those who went before you. You make up 11 percent of the seats of the U.S. Congress. You make one third of all Nobel laureates. I think you, as usual, underestimate the impact of Jewish heritage. And I really mean that. Now, you think, well, did Biden say that? Yeah. He goes, the Jews, they, the embrace of immigration is part of what is involvement with Jews and social justice movements. You can't talk about the civil rights movement in this country without talking about Jewish freedom riders like Jack Greenberg, communist. He said telling a story about a, seeing a group of Jewish activists at a segregated movie theater in Delaware, communist. You can't talk about the women's movement without talking about Betty Friedman, Jew, <laughs> communist. I believe what affects the movements in America, what affects our attitudes in America are as much of the culture and the arts of anything else, he says. That's why he spoke out on gay marriage. That's why... Apparently, a little ahead of its time, it began more communist. It wasn't anything that we legislatively did. It was will and grace. It was the social media. Literally, that's what changed people's attitudes. 
That's why I'm so certain that the vast majority of people would embrace and rapidly embrace gay marriage, Biden said. Think behind all that. I bet you 85 percent of those changes, whether it's in Hollywood or social media, are a consequence of Jewish leaders in the industry. The influence is immense and the influence is immense. And I may add, it's all to the good. And this really offended the Jews because he said all this because he's just pointing out the facts. And the thing about it is, is we've got to understand something because the Jewish folks are not Christians. They're much more liberal in their on, on, on how they see things. This is why they're, you know, and, and here's the problem with that. The, the Jews should be more conservative than Christians simply because of the Torah, the five first books of Levitical law called the Talmud. But they're not because they don't call the, call the Torah. Five first books of Levitical law calls the Torah. But they don't. They follow the Talmud. And the Talmud basically promotes homosexuality, promotes incest promotes child rape promotes all of these crazy things and you're sitting there going wait a minute how that all happened well it's because it happened in 600 a.d now i talked about this on tuesday's show and you guys need to listen to that it's really important but guys listen to me the vast majority of the jews are not involved in the new world order but the vast majority of the jews who openly promote judaism in the world are extremely liberal it just is what it is but we have to pray for these folks, and they need to find Jesus. They really do, because he was their Messiah. He's our Messiah, too. And we have to understand that without Christ, we have no hope. And when Jesus came, the Christians came, and Christian culture took over Roman culture, and we stopped all the gladiatorial combat to death in the Colosseums, though we still have pro football and all the other things that we still do. But we stopped the fight to the death. We stopped crucifixion on crosses, all the crazy stuff that happened. And the Christian churches took the entire world towards Christianity, and we need to get that. And so we need to understand that if we don't have Jesus as the center of what we're doing, if we don't have Jesus as the finisher and the author of our faith, we will have nothing. We can't get past this without Christ. And that's why they're taking the, the crosses out of the churches. They don't talk about repentance anymore. Many churches don't do communion anymore. They never talk about the blood of Jesus anymore. Because it's not politically correct to do that because many of the churches now are having their mortgages paid off by George Soros, Rothschild-controlled, international banker-controlled to bring back their old world order. And if we understand that, we understand why they have this atavistic hatred, deep-seated 2,000-year generational hatred of Christ because he changed all of their, how should I say, world towards a Christian perspective, and they don't like that. Understand that. These Kabbalists and wizards that I talked about earlier in the show, they're all Luciferian Satanists, and they're all under the control of Lucifer himself or one of the other fallen angels or some other entity. Remember that. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these principalities and these other entities or dimensions that we don't see. If God could open your eyes and let you see these multiple dimensions for just a second, and you saw all of this stuff around us, it'd flip you out. He did it once in the Old Testament. With the angels, with the, before they went into battle. And guys, remember this. It's so important to remember that if God is for you, who can be against you? Remember, Jesus is the only way. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're absolutely right. I mean, as we continue to just see what's happening, it's so crucial that we continue to work and support one another. I've seen too much over the last couple of years where very, very petty, petty minor incidences will divide friends, close friends, colleagues, family, 
family. Oh, man. I've seen it all over the place, all over the place. And what's sad about it is in most cases, a lot of times these incidences are very, very minuscule in the giant scheme of things. Yet certain people continue to just get mad and get irate about minor things. And I'm not even going to deny it. There's been instances before where I've had disagreements with people, and all of a sudden I take a step back, and I'm like, you know what? Is, is this is this really going to matter in the scope of things in a day or a week from now? And the reality is most cases, no. That's why in most cases I'm very libertarian with people on stuff. If people need my help, if they want my help, if they need my advice, I'll be right there beside them shoulder to shoulder. I'll pull my dog on shirt off if they need a shirt. I'll say, dude, here you go, man. I got your back. But on the other hand, if somebody's got an incident going on or if they've got their own personal lives they're dealing with and they got stuff that they basically don't want to basically – have to have any issues with right now and they're trying to fight it on their own, okay, well, that's on you, man. Do what you got to do. I'm not going to go get directly involved in you and start criticizing you and basically start a conflict with you over something that you basically want to have some privacy on. Do your thing. The same thing goes with me. If there's certain things that I'm working on or going through, okay, man, I'm here for you. Your support, I got you back if you need it. Other than that, you know, keep going. And as we're continuing to go through this right now, it's crucial that everybody continue to understand what the basis and what the root issues are, all the way down from the international bankers that are controlling through the government and the pharmaceuticals with the vaccines, all the way to the lies with the big pharma or not big pharma with the propaganda machines and the mainstream media. And you have to go all the way up the ladder and realize that certain things aren't worth an issue about. I've told this to many people before. If I'm in a conflict with somebody and I'm basically having somebody who needs to have my back, would I rather have nobody or would I rather have somebody that's basically a, a gay patriot comes up and says, dude, I got your back. I, I know we disagree on a lot of stuff, but dude, I got your back on this. Am I going to say no? Everybody's got their own battles to fight. Everybody's got their own demons they got to sword up against. I get that. And certain people are going through a lot of stuff. Now, where I draw the line, and I've told you guys this before, is when people are diametrically opposed to beliefs that I believe in, and they come at me and basically tell me that I have to support, and I have to engage, and I have to basically accept their beliefs as mine because they said so. That's a completely different topic. Now you're talking about a direct conflict that I will engage in every single time. But there's certain things at certain times, guys, we all have to put aside and say, listen, this is the fight we're pushing forward. This is what's happening right now. We all have to stand firm and continue to strive for more and more. The Constitution was based on freedom. What we're seeing right now is not that. More and more articles I keep getting from people over in Europe dying. Another one, 25-year-old Guatemalan soccer star basically dies, just dies, start having, suffers difficulty breathing during a training session, drops dead with a full-blown heart attack. 25 years old, 25 years old, very healthy, very athletic, has had both shots. Imagine that. And I'm getting these emails and these articles about it over and over and over again, and it's becoming exhausting because the more I keep telling people to stand up, the more people keep complying with it because they're told to do so. And we're going to see tomorrow again. I've been praying diligently and getting everybody continually praying, getting vocal, getting stuff out there on social media, getting stuff out there as much as you can about tomorrow with January 7th with the Supreme Court ruling, and I'm praying that God steps in and has an intervention with these individuals and actually puts some 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 control as far as some 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 opening I guess I could say on their minds and opens their minds up to what's really happening is they say no we're not going to go along with this right now because if they do if they agree to go with this and they say that ocean the government has a right to tell you what can be injected into your body it's going to start a war I'm letting you know that right now we're already in a soft war 
it's already a very, very soft conflict that we're watching right now all around us. If they start coming in and saying it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, I will not be Australia. I will not allow this country, nor this state, nor my family, nor this city to turn into Australia. I will not do it. Not on my watch. Not while I'm alive. And that's the resolve I have. And anybody that knows me knows I'm not joking about that. And there's a whole lot of other people right beside me and right behind me that have the exact same resolve as me on this topic. Because once somebody, somebody thinks they have the right to tell you what you can have injected, you have to have injected into your body against your will, they own you and you're a slave and you are no longer a free man. We're all free men at this point. Stand up, make your voice heard, hold your head high and say, I am an American, I am a patriot. Even if you're not in the United States, still say, I am a free man. I will not comply with this type of tyranny and I will not go along with it. Thank you again for the continued support, my friends. Thank you for getting the information out there and the truth and the knowledge and everything that's going on right now all across the world. Keep fighting, keep staying strong with this and hold your convictions. Find out where you are. And stand strong on it. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com, website, healthmasters.com. Be sure if you need anything, give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate a lot of the emails. I get articles all the time from people, emails from people that are going through the same kind of stuff all across the country. And I try to encourage people as much as I can. I try to respond as much as I can. A lot of emails I haven't responded to just because people are sending sending me articles and I'm looking at them and going through them so thank you again for your encouragement continue to stay strong my friends we'll talk again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>